analyzing a starting pitcher, Carlos Rodon, and his fit with the Minnesota Twins. I think it's a good one on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker, three seasons hosting a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins, four seasons writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. Analyzing Carlos Rodon's fit with the Twins this offseason, I think it's I think it's strong. And I think it's strong for a lot of teams. So we'll look at the potential market for Carlos Rodon, whether the Twins should be interested at a five-year, $150 million clip, maybe even more in free agency, the pros, the cons, and ultimately what I think happens with Carlos Rodon and the Twins this offseason. I think it's worth mentioning. There was interest last offseason for the Twins in Carlos Rodon. And I, I rarely ever do this because I'm wrong so many times. I can't even tell you how many times I've been wrong. I was not wrong about Carlos Rodon, though. I really thought he was a great, a potential great signing for the Twins. And it turned out he was for the Giants. He had an opt-out. It was a, a relatively team-friendly deal. He opted out of his contract, but I mean... He was outstanding. 288 ERA and 31 starts, 178 innings, 12 strikeouts per nine. Outstanding strikeout rate, 33%. Walk rate, 7%. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. In terms of fan graphs, wins above replacement, he was second to only Aaron Nola. Justin Verlander was third. So Carlos Rodon, more wins above replacement than Justin Verlander. Fielding independent pitching, we know that takes out you know things a pitcher can't control. It's home runs, walk, strikeouts. Among qualified starters, Carlos Rodon had the lowest fielding independent pitching in baseball at 225. 225. Everything about his season was outstanding. And actually, same is true for 2021. So over the last two years, he's made 55 starts over 300 innings in the last two years. In every season prior to 2021, Carlos Rodon had thrown a total of 536 innings in six seasons and he missed a full season in there as well, I believe. And then since 2021, he's thrown over 300. He's been durable. I know down the stretch in 2021 with the White Sox, he had to be shut down. There were shoulder problems. He's had shoulder problems in the past. He was pushed really hard at NC state, but that's the reason he was available. And that's what the reason he was available at the contract he signed with the giants, you know, a modest contract for one of the best pitchers in baseball last year is because he has an injury history. And that was my point last offseason. And I got a lot of responses that were like, the White Sox didn't even give him a qualifying offer. Clearly, they know about his medicals. They know something. This is this is not where he's not worth the risk. The Twins are unlikely to ever secure a Garrett Cole-like pitcher in free agency. They've never done it. This regime has given out one multi-year deal to a starting pitcher, and it was Michael Pineda. They will not, what we've learned is they they won't do it with guys like Garrett Cole. <laughs> like we're, we're hoping that they are in on Carlos Rodon, 
There's not a lot of history to suggest that they will be, though, because they've they've invested their money on the position player side. Rodon should be an exception to that. Stroman last year, Gaussman last year, they should have been exceptions to that. Even Robbie Ray, even though he didn't have a, a wonderful year after winning the Cy Young in 2021. But my point last year was you can get somebody. Yes, there's injury risk here. And this is right up the Twins alley in this regime's alley. And I generally like it. I generally like this idea. There, there are reasons teams aren't going after Carlos Rodon because they believe the White Sox knew something. He has a long injury history. That is your into the market. That's how you can get him because of that. And what does he do? The Giants took advantage of that. He goes out and has a Cy Young caliber season. He finished sixth in the Cy Young race. Probably should have finished higher than that. Amazing year for Carlos Rodon. First full season since... 2016 he threw 165 innings in 2016 178 for San Francisco he was absolutely an ace in both years 2021 2022 he was his ERA was better in 2021 but his FIP came way down the Giants defense was awful this year and Rodon still posted a 288 ERA that's how dominant he was and the strikeout and the the fastball and the slider from the left side as a lefty, I think is a great fit for this twins team. I just have to say the twins should have signed him a year ago. <laughs> you would have looked really, really good in the rotation in 2022. Can't always control that. You know, you can't, you can make your offers. Can't always control whether a guy will take it. What a signing for the giants. What a signing for the giants. And that's such a knock on, on the white Sox. <laughs> I'm going to applaud on that. I like to, to rip the socks. That's, that ain't good. They didn't even give him the qualifying offer. They didn't even get a draft pick for Carlos Rodon. They let him walk for nothing. He might have taken the qualifying offer. Maybe not, but he would have come back for the White Sox. Could have helped them this year. Uh, their, Johnny Cueto was their best starter after Dylan Cease. It could have been Cease from Rodon at the top of their rotation, and they made a huge mistake, and I think a lot of teams made mistakes not going after Rodon. I understood it with the injury history and thinking the White Sox knew something, but they often don't know much, and Carlos Rodon Prove them very, very wrong in 2022. So he's been great the last two years, two all-star level seasons. What does the future look like? It's not what have you done for me. It's what are you going to do for me? Carlos Rodon is a free agent. Whoever signs him, it's going to be a long-term deal. Is that a good investment now for the Twins and for other teams around the league? Coming up after this word from BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports we've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed you can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more betonline is where the game starts again it's not just football hockey's back basketball's back both college and pro so many sports, so many things to go do at betonline.net. It's not just sports betting to place your bets. You can get info, stats, news, analysis, get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Head to the website today or use your mobile device, either platform. So easy to use at betonline.net. Once again, betonline is where the game starts. Is Carlos Rodon a strong investment now as a free agent. He was a free agent last year, and the Giants got him. He opted out. Is he a strong investment now? If he's healthy, hell yeah. <laughs> if he's healthy, absolutely yes. I think there are 
in in Major League Baseball, and I, I think this is a an, an, he's an example of stuff mattering. Stuff, the upside with stuff mattering, and the Giants got that out of him last year. In Major League Baseball, I think there are maybe maybe three other pitchers who have the stuff like Carlos Rodon, and he's the I think he's the best left-handed pitcher in baseball, the most dominant left-handed pitcher he certainly was in 2022. Max Freed is great. There are a bunch of – Shane McClanahan has great pure stuff and looks like he has a strong future. Framber Valdez had a a great year for Houston. In terms of pure stuff, dominant stuff, and the numbers to back it up, he was the best left-handed pitcher in baseball in 2022. I think he's the best left-handed starter in Major League Baseball. 98 to 100 with the four seamer on his four seam fastball. He averaged 95.5 miles an hour, but he bumps that thing up. He'll he'll ramp it up to 98. He'll get to 99. Absolute gas at the top of the zone. Gets so many whiffs at the top of the zone. Pairs it up with a wipeout slider. 2400, you know, over 2400 RPMs. 39% whiff rate on the slider. He's basically a two pitch pitcher. So he'll get righties and lefties out with a four seam slider combo, and he'll get them out regularly and strike them out tons of whiffs he's got a 28 percent whiff percentage on his four seamer in 2022 in a very difficult division with the dodgers and the padres and you know even the the diamondbacks hit a little bit too that's a tough division and he pitched exceptionally well and his stuff is electric he would have the best stuff of any twin starter in history we talked about it with carlos correa that would be the biggest signing the biggest commitment in Twins history for Carlos Rodon, he would have the best stuff in Twins history for any starting pitcher. No, they've never had a guy like him, especially from the left side. It's just so so valuable against right-handers. He's he's over ninety percent. He's over ninety percent, or just about ninety percent usage. Four seamer slider. He's a two pitch pitcher. Very simple how he does it, but he's not easy to hit. He's very hard to hit. He's going to get paid because this market is interesting. You got Verlander and DeGrom at the top, and then the the clear number one. And you can you can link in Carlos Rodon with those two, but those two are, are likely to sign maybe two, maybe three-year deals. Rodon's going to get a five- or a six-year deal. That's where he differentiates himself. In terms of quality, Rodon's right there. There may be more questions on his injuries, but Verlander, there's questions. DeGrom, there's questions. I think Rodon is in that top tier of those top three. Verlander's a Hall of Famer. Jacob deGrom is a likely Hall of Famer. Rodon's not quite there because he doesn't have very many innings. And before 2021, he just wasn't good or healthy. But he's just as good as those two right now, today. A healthy Carlos Rodon is just as good as Justin Verlander and Jacob deGrom. That's why I think he's going to get paid. I think he's going to get paid a lot in free agency. I think there's a ton of suitors for Carlos Rodon. He's got to be feeling good. Everything about him in 2022 Outstanding. If he were to join this Twins rotation, I think it would immediately become a clear strength on the team. They would have a one-two of Rodon and Sonny Gray. Then you'd have Tyler Malley, Joe Ryan. You got Kenta Maeda. You got options. You got more depth with Bailey Ober. And that was my point with the frontline starter. Adding a frontline starter to this team pushes everybody down. It adds depth to the squad. You have your number one clearly led, you know, baseball or second to Aaron Nola and Fangraphs wins above replacement last year. I love Carlos Rodon for this team. I can foresee Carlos Rodon having some shoulder soreness in the future. This is a, this is a lot for him. 178 innings is a career high. He's not getting any younger. He's going to be 30 
in a couple of weeks here on December 10th. He's not getting any younger. He was pushed hard at NC State. Something that's valuable for me, though, is he has less than a thousand innings in the big leagues because of all of his injuries. Is that a plus or is that a negative? You could look at it both ways. You could say he only has 847 plus innings, you know, 847 in the third in the majors. That's great. There's not a lot of innings on his arm. This ain't Verlander. You know, it's not even DeGrom who has been limited by injury. It's less than a thousand innings. That's awesome. You would think that that bodes well for his health. Or you could look at it and say, got 847 and a third and he just threw 178 there's something coming there's there's some shoulder soreness coming same shoulder soreness perhaps he had in 2021 that's why this is the only reason it's again like last year with Carlos Rodon it's the only reason he's not going to get a 200 250 million dollar contract is because of his injury history and the further he gets away from it the better he looks and the more stable you feel I think a lot of teams will look at his numbers before 2021 and think there's no way I would ever give this guy 200 million, which is I think why he won't get it. And he's going to be 30, but before 2021 from 2015 to 2020, 414 ERA 426 FIP. And the last two years, he's been tremendous for both the white Sox and the giants. I could see teams hesitant, maybe a little like Robbie Ray. He could be a comp Robbie Ray from last offseason. They're probably probably going to sign similar deals. The difference is Rodon, his stuff is is a lot better. But Ray's stuff ticked down this year. I think he lost at least a tick on his four-seam fastball. If that happens for Rodon, he's clearly less effective. And maybe that's injury-related for Robbie Ray. He wasn't nearly as good as he was in a Cy Young caliber, you know, Cy Young winning 2021 season. You could see that happening for Carlos Rodon, but the difference is his pure stuff is just better than Robbie Ray. Both left-handed. They both pitch very similarly. Fastball, slider, two-pitch pitchers. But Rodon's absolutely electric in the zone, and he knows he knows how to get hitters out. We saw it against the Twins in 2021, just dominated for the White Sox. Domin- I was shocked. It was such a, such a shock to me. They brought him back for $3 bucks, and I, I thought, okay, it'll be a rotation filler. I, you know, he's a fifth starter for them. And I watched his first start in 2021 and he was dominant. I think it was at Seattle. And again, I thought, whatever, you know, he looked good, but this is Carlos Rodon. No, he, he went on to have a, an exceptional year. That was so fun to watch. And then in 2022, followed it up in almost 50 more innings and, and did the same thing and actually pitched better in 2022 by the metrics. And, and that's, that's really impressive, and I think for the Twins, if they are to miss out on the top shortstops, if they don't get Carlos Correa back, which I think is likely they won't get Carlos Correa back, if they don't get Xander Bogarts, if they don't invest at that position, I yes, I think the next the next place you go, because the right-handed bat market, they're not going to sign Aaron Judge, because you're not going to commit a ton of money to the right-handed bat market, which I think is their second biggest need, if you're not going to sign Correa and Wilson Contreras, we'll get to this week, is another option in that department of a right-handed bat you can put in a, a position of need. But if you're not going to get Correa, if Contreras is unlikely, I do think the next place to go, specifically with the money that the Twins have to spend, we know they do, this offseason, is Carlos Rodon. Is there a better fit, a better long-term fit beyond Correa, beyond Bogarts, beyond shortstop, beyond Contreras? I mean, even those three, right? It's it's Bogarts, Correa, Contreras I could see above Rodon for for best long-term fit but I might put Rodon second to Correa overall in the free agent class because he's not gonna as I said 
It's not going to be a $250 million contract. There's no reason the Twins can't be involved in this. They can't control what happens with Rodon in terms of where he wants to be. There's like rumblings he would not choose Minnesota. He's from Miami, pitched at NC State. I don't know, but money talks. And if they were to say, you know, Rodon it right now has an offer for 170 we didn't get Correa, we didn't get Contreras, we didn't get Bogarts, Let's go spend this on Carlos Rodon. You know, let's offer Carlos Rodon two hundred million over six years. Let's let's go get him and add an ace to our staff. That is enticing for me, and I think it would be such a different look. It would be such a different looking Twins team in twenty twenty three and beyond, where we would look at this team and would say the rotation is a strength. Like the best part of this team is the rotation. Not that I think the offense would be would be poor, and they would still need to do more around Carlos Rodon. They would have extra money to spend, even if they if they acquired Carlos Rodon for a huge price tag relative to what they usually spend, which is nothing on starting pitchers in free agency. I'm not saying the, the offense would look bad necessarily, but the rotation would be clearly a deep strength, and I think they're one frontline starter away from having a formidable group. And there's still questions about Mali. There's still questions about Ober and, and, and Maeda. Health-wise, that's to add Carlos Rodon, you're adding an ace. And that would, for the first time, you know, the Twins would have an ace since Johan Santana, I think. And he's not guaranteed to pitch that way in Minnesota or for the Twins. But for the first time, they would be adding a, a pitcher to the top of the rotation where you would go into the season and you would say, he is one of the best starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. Maybe you felt that way after Kenta Maeda's COVID season. Everybody pitched well in the Central. And not to take anything away from Kenta, he had a magical year finishing second for the Cy Young. This is, this is one of those situations, though. You would look at Rodon and say the everything matches. His stuff matches his numbers. If it looks like a monkey, smells like a monkey, it is a monkey. And Carlos Rodon looks like an ace, smells like an ace, and and has the stuff of an ace. And that's for the first time ever since since Johan Santana, when I was a little boy, I was like five years old when Johan pitched for the Twins, we would go into the season with a with a clear ace on the staff. And that is a buzzword for Twins territory. It's a buzzword for Twins fans. A lot of people believe the Twins will never be relevant until they get an ace. They'll never win in the playoffs until they get a true ace. And in some ways, I do agree. I think sometimes people go overboard and they're like, pitching or nothing else matters. That's not true either. It's it's a very simple game. Runs scored minus runs against. If you score a bunch of runs, you don't give up you know, a bajillion, you're going to win a lot of games. If you don't score a lot but you give up less, you're going to win games. It's a simple equation there, and there's not one way to have a great baseball team. There's not one way to have a World Series winning team. You know, The Phillies have that star-level talent. The Astros are very deep. It's, it, it's a different look, and the Astros have star-level talent as well. They're the best overall team. I think them and the Dodgers this year, clearly there's not one way to build a great team, but there's this, this sense, I think among twins fans that adding an ACE, this is like, this is something we've been waiting for since Johan to add a true ACE. And and we hoped Jose Barrios would take that step. Irvin Santana had flashes. It it hasn't, you know, Kenta Maeda had the COVID season. We haven't had a prolonged stretch of he is, a top flight starting pitcher and he's in our rotation and we have him going into a playoff series and Carlos Rodon checks all of those boxes. He checks every single box you'd be looking for in an ace, the stuff to match the numbers, to match the attitude, to match everything about him. It screams ace when he pitches 
there is that injury risk. It's not something I'm just ignoring when I'm when I'm analyzing this fit, but it is such a clear fit to me. And they were interested in him last year. They were interested in him again at the trade deadline. I think that bodes well for my my belief that this is a strong pairing and that they will be involved again on Carlos Rodon. But this time around, he's further away from those injury questions. He's a little bit further. After Verlander and DeGrom, there's not a lot there. You know, it's Bassett, Yavaldi, Rodon, Tyone. Rodon's clearly the best of that group. And as I said, I think he's part of the Verlander DeGrom group. I think there's going to be a lot of suitors for him. Mets, I'm sure, will be involved. Yankees, I'm sure, will be involved. Dodgers will probably be involved. It's going to take a lot for this to happen. But if the Twins miss out on, on Correa and they miss out on the shortstop market, I see no reason not to just throw a bag at Carlos Rodon at that point. Be like, all right, well, we're going to just give him a bunch of money, and, and he's going to come pitch for us in 2023. Why not at that point, right? There is injury risk, but they've been so risk-averse. It, it, it hasn't worked. Like They're so risk-averse for starting pitchers especially, and if this formula was working, I would be like, okay, if they don't sign Rodon, clearly they, you know, it's working. They don't want to take that risk. It's not working, so let's just take the risk. <laughs> let's just take the risk on him this time around. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Lockdown Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Chris Bassett, Jamison Tyone coming at you on Wednesday. Their fits with the Twins. Whether I would invest in those two in free agency, I promise there will be guys I think are not strong investments. But so far, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Rodon, all three great players. I I would be happy for them to be Twins at, at whatever they sign for. There will be players that that's not true for. Maybe it'll be as soon as Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And go Twins.